This is not a podcast episode that we wanted to make yet. This is a podcast episode we needed to make. What up, brawlers? Welcome back to Throwing Hands. Um, Breck, what were your thoughts on this weekend, man? Sad. It was real sad, you know? Like, we'll get into the Barbosa fight, but... Tyron Woodley loses a decision. We we lose another one in the MMA community. It's just uh, it's not going well. Let, let's talk. Something. Let's talk about Woodley Paul. So, oh, shout out Amanda Serrano, beautiful performance. I didn't really watch much of the uh, undercard to be honest. But congrats, sir. But anyway, um, so Woodley. Knocked Jake Paul down, but it wasn't called a knockdown. I think it was, I thought it was a draw. But with that being said, Tyron Woodley, you should have pulled the goddamn trigger. Dude, if he just pulled the trigger a little bit more, the, the fight, like he wins the fight. Like this is, this is like the, I mean, I was surprised that he wasn't pulling the trigger because that's, he's never like had active hands. It's the story of his career. This dude. Defended his belt four times. Yes, yeah. without against Wonderboy too. Yeah, but dude, Jake Paul looked bad. <laughs> and he looks—he's an okay boxer. Um, no, he's not terrible. But Woodley, like Woodley had Woodley's cardio looked amazing. I know it's. I wish the fight was twelve rounds because I think he would have just gotten better and better, but. It's like his corner was saying to him, like, let your hands go. And he just never did. It's like, like, he was training with the best of the, some of the best in the world at Mundo Boxing. And, yeah. I mean, let's think about it this way Jake Paul's been training boxing consistently for three, three years. Tyron trained consistently for three months. And he, Alclusa Shields thought Woodley won the fight. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think he did. If it was MMA rules, he would have won the fight because, like, ring control and stuff. But that doesn't count for nothing in boxing. No, I mean, in terms of punches landed, like, he landed a little more power punches. He landed a knockdown, which that should have been scored a knockdown. But Jake just, like, kept jabbing him, keeping, you know, staying away from him. So he's just won on the decision. I mean, it's, it sucks, but he, I think he won most of the – like, what, what do you score? I thought it was, like, 6-2 Jake. I thought it was uh, five three. Um, wait, what? What did I tell my friends last night? I thought it was a draw because I thought Jake won four, four. Uh, five rounds to three, but I thought Tyron got the knockdown. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, the judging was suspect. I mean, it's, it's just... boxing; it's the most rigged sport on the planet. 
That's true. Back in the day, but like nobody's ringing fights these days. And opinion. they only drug tested Tyron, apparently. Yeah, that's a little weird. Wonder what Jake's on. HGH. He's got uh, a lot of money. He LSD, gets- something, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's on acid while fighting. He's on that he's on that Vitor Belfort <clears throat> juice. He's on the TRT fort uh tracked. Probably. But dude, if Tyron just pulled the trigger, like he had him knock. If that if that ring was three feet bigger, Jake would have hit the back of his head on the canvas and would have been out. I don't know about that. Like he landed pretty clean, but not like you, you said it. If he landed a little more clean, he definitely gets the knockout. Like he kind of clipped the side of his head. If he lands more center head, like it's over. Dude, that's that I think that just straight up shows Tyron's power. Yeah, it's and the whole like run it back thing, I just I don't want to see it again. I think if, if they do run it back, Tyron knocks him out. I think so too, but why would Jake Paul run it back? You know what I mean? Like he knows he'd lose. I think he'd probably he'd probably lose. So, so we're gonna go on to what's next. Tyron, I think he should just be done with combat sports. Yeah, I think. Or go to Bellator. No, I think he should be done. He even said he's like the passion's not there like it used to be, and that could be a reason why he doesn't let his hands go too. He just doesn't want to get into these slow fests, you know? Yeah. So for Jake Paul, apparently he retired on Twitter. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Yeah. So who's next? I say feed him to Nate Diaz. (laughs) That'd be a murder. I would like that. I mean, I would love him to fight Bisping because Bisping would just obliterate him. But um, I I want. I think Tommy Fury. (laughs) It kind of sets up. I think Tommy Fury kills him. I I think Tommy Fury gives him a you know tough fight, and I think that's the one to make. I know Masvidal wants it. That'd be a murder. Yeah, yeah that'd be a good one too. Let, let's just—I say we just feed him to Calvin Cater or something. Just get him killed. <laughs> I would send Giga. You know. Speaking of Giga, let's talk about that card real quick. I'm about to share my screen. Um. Fun night of fights. It was a good night, dude. I, it was like unexpectedly good how uh, the card. I mean, there was a ton of finishes. Yeah. So let's head over to the prelims real quick. Um, dude, Judo Thunder, Abdul Razak Al Hassan. That was one of the nastier head kicks I've ever seen. For sure. I mean, he uh he knocked <laughs> out it's crazy. So he knocked out the guy who knocked out Buckley. And then did you see that? It's like Yeah. Buckley f- did that spinning kick. Then the next fight, Buckley fought. He got knocked out by Takiriko, uh, and then the, then Takiriko got knocked out this fight. Like it's like the circle, you know, leg kicks. So kick. Who does Abdul Razak Al Hassan get head kicked by? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. That's the thing. The next fight, he, he either gets head kicked or he head kicks someone. Yeah, for sure. It's oh, incredible. It's go. incredible that Sam Alvey is still fighting. Yeah, let's All talk the about people that real on Twitter, quick. Like, Sam Alvey is butt cheeks, bro. I mean, at one time, and he was a pretty decent fighter, but at this point, he's should be re- retired. He's a journeyman at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you look at his record, I think he's lost like... He's lost six in a row, I think. I think he's lost like eight out of his last nine fights with a draw in there, maybe. I saw this. He hasn't won a fight since before 
Cyril Gaon became a mixed martial artist. It's crazy. And it's like they just they keep cut, him. They keep him, but they cut Jimmy Rivera. Or Damian Maya. Or, or Damian Maya. Or Yo it doesn't make any sense. It's just like <clears throat> and then there's all the things coming out like Sam Alby like was like, why would fighters need to unionize? It's like, oh well, that's why he's clearly like a, a company man. That's why Dana loves him. Yeah. Um Darren Dustin Jacoby's looking good, bro. Dude, Darren Stewart has fought so much in the last like two years and he loses. He's lost like all these fights. Yeah. Let's take a look at what Darren Stewart's been through. Uh lost to Anders, lost to Jacoby. Anders probably lost brain cells against Anders when he got knee in the head. Uh lost to Kevin Holland. Um, yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough it's for been him. Rough. I don't know where he goes from here. What do you think? I don't know, man. It's tough. He's got to. He's got to get some wins. So he's got to fight some unranked guys. But Dustin Jacoby's looking good. He is. He is. That that time and glory really paid off for him. I think. Mm-hmm. I say, give. Uh, why not Jamal Hill or uh, Ovin St. Prue next for him? It's a big step up, but uh, you know, it's not bad. He is worthy. I could see Ovin St. Prue. I don't know. Like, Jamal Hill to me would fight. Yeah, somebody better, a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think OSP P would be pretty good. All right, Jeremiah Sharp, man, dude, this is like a big win for him. He showed a lot of heart. Like, got rocked, came back, got the submission. Like, he looked. Good. I was so happy for this guy because, like, <clears throat> he he talked all that talk coming into the Hamza fight. Like, Hamza's not gonna be able to walk out of the cage when I'm done with him, and like, got knocked out in one punch. And then comes back and puts on a pretty decent performance against a pretty tough guy. Was this the guy Khabib was coaching? Or am I wrong? No, no, no. He was a good this guy. Okay. Uh, Andre, what was this tough fight about? Um, Because none of these guys were in the uh, the finals. Replacements, maybe. To be honest, the tough this tough season, I like watched like an episode here or there. It's like it couldn't. I couldn't. It couldn't hold my attention this season. I don't know how you feel. I didn't watch it. It was just—it was so boring. And I like, and this, and supposedly a lot of the good stuff that would have made it entertaining, they they cut out. Like Brian Ortega was on <clears throat> Brandon Schaub's Fight Companion like a couple weeks ago, and he was saying like all the really like funny stuff. They it never makes the show. Yeah, that's a shame. Some of these guys that oh like pretty good fighters i mean there's three tough fights on this card and there was they were good they were great fights all the tough fights yeah they were all pretty good but shout out andre petrovsky man great great win for him philadelphia guy i believe right yeah i'm pretty sure tough dudes over there um we're gonna go to the other tough fights that's a good survey one of the fights of the year right here man this is awesome if uh how you pronounce his last name headstand he stand. High stand. He stand. Um, he was winning this fight, dude, until that third round where Ricky Tercios just like poured it on him, had a knockdown. If he could have just survived, you know, not been knocked down, like, he wins the fight because those takedowns, I mean, six. And then the striking numbers were so inflated only because of that knockdown and then the preceding like 30 strikes afterwards. Yeah. But grass Ricky Tercios. Mm hmm. 
uh, Ryan Battle, man, he got it done real quick. This was this was awesome too. This is a great fight. Yeah, got that, got that. Uh, what do you do? Rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. And dude, Gilbert uh, Urbina like blitzed him like five seconds in and just started like beating the crap out of him. And then yeah, he kind of gassed. Recovery. Yeah, he kind of gassed, and then Battle's just you know. Yeah, apparently, Urbina is usually a welterweight. Yeah, it's. I feel bad for him. Him. He had two brothers that were on tough. So all the brothers now have lost on tough. They've not had a winner. Yep. But shout out Ryan Battle. Shout out Ryan Battle. Breck. This oh, man, man begs the question. Where does tough. Kevin Lee fit in? You know, maybe like Al Ayakinta can like <sighs> get Kevin Lee into the real estate business in Detroit or something. You know. <laughs> I am so sad about this fight. Like, I really like Daniel Rodriguez. I think he's very we're good. Talk about he's really good. He's only getting better. I think he's like six and one in the UFC. It's on a five fight win streak or something like that. And he's could be like a top ten guy pretty soon, like in a couple of years. But Kevin Lee, man, uh, like I said it in the preview, dude, first round looked great. What happened rounds two and three? Adrenaline dump, and then he just looks terrible. He, he his jab like his striking was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad, especially in the third when he was so gassed, dude. His jab was like it wasn't reaching, and I mean Rodriguez's jab was just peppering him over and over and over and over again. And then Kevin Lee landed like a takedown or two in the first, landed I think maybe one in the second, and in that second, all he has to do is keep him down, throw ground and pound, and he wins the fight. But he can't. And it's no. like, you're supposed to be this great fighter. He was calling out, you know, it, it, it's almost laughable now. His comments about like wanting Khabib and Islam. It's like those guys would have mauled him. It's just, it's just he's, he's too so small talented. for welterweight. He's too big for lightweight. Yeah. Once he, If so, there was a 165 division, I think he'd rule it. He'd be a top three guy, top five guy there, probably. <laughs> It's like, and the thing that's crazy too is like, you can't say he needs better coaching because he has Faraz Sahabi as his coach, who's one of the better coaches in the whole yeah. sport. You know what I mean? And it's like, he's just got to go back to the drawing board and like start putting together better game plans. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I he starts, to, I think he needs start to slower, slim down, fights. slim down, maybe start slower in fights. It seems like he's just wastes too much energy in the first, or maybe yeah. he just needs to do better, like, do different types of ways to improve your cardio or something. Cause like we said, he like all the skill is there. It's just like mentally, like he was calling Daniel Rodriguez, like little yeah. at the end of the first, like, and then you proceed to get battered the next two rounds. Like, are, really? Yeah. It's absurd. Like, really? Kevin Lee? He doesn't fit in. He doesn't fit in. He and doesn't. it's like, He's got to start like fitting in. He's got to start fitting in. He <laughs> needs to fight lower level guys to like get his confidence and skills back up. Yeah, before he and Dana White wants to cut him, but not Sam, Sam Alvey. Yeah, that's crazy too. It's like Kevin Lee's only like twenty nine. He should be given you know three, four more years. But <sighs> I saw somebody on Twitter suggest Michael Johnson versus Kevin Lee. I don't. I'm, hate I'm it. game. Put it at one sixty catch weight. Put it at one sixty catch weight. I don't hate it. I like it. Please. Dana, if you're listening, 
because Michael Johnson's another one of those fighters where he's like knocked out like some of the best fighters ever, and then he's also bu- loses. Who's he beaten again? Dude, it's insane when you look at who Nate he's Diaz, beaten. right? He knocked out Dust. I think knocked out maybe. I think he knocked out Dustin Poirier, dude. Let me look. It, it's crazy when you look at his record, but because then you look and you're like, he's lost to like some fighters that you know fought in the UFC like twice and then got cut. Yeah, he beat Artem Lobov, the goat. The goat. That's he who should have fought Jake Justin. Paul. He beat Edson Barbosa. He beat Tony Ferguson. <laughs> Tony Ferguson. It is like, like I mean, not as quite as prime, but like young Tony Ferguson. Joe he Lozon. Glayson, dude, he beat Glayson Tebow <laughs> in his prime. Dude, if, if he beat Manil Dariush, he'd beat, he'd hit, or Nate Diaz, he'd have a title shot. And dude, I know Khabib like beat him, but. He landed the cleanest shot anybody's like ever landed on Khabib too. You, you, you ever see that shot where he yeah. landed a right hook on Khabib and Khabib has a granite chin, which people forget about, you know, forgot. Khabib was great on the feet in terms of like taking punches because Johnson hit him with like, a sh- like almost 95% of fighters go out from that hook. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did beat the goat Artem Lobov. It's like he lost to like a 41 year old Clay Guida. It's like, I like Clay Guida, but he's not good. This point in his career, didn't you know Clay I mean? Guida fight this card? I think he did. I think I want to say like, was he on the early prelims? No, he fought last week. Fought last week. I, I thought he kind. I, I thought he I might thought have won he that he fight. He fought recently. Hold on, I gotta look this up now because I'm actually confused. Yeah, he lost last week to Mark Madsen. Yeah. All right, to the main event of the evening. Brack, you take it away, man. Dude, you and me were so excited for this fight. We're thinking Edson, age is not, you know, his friend. He's got to win this fight. If he wins this fight, he's just recently, did he, he won a split over Danny again recently, right? Uh, so he, he's, he, he beat, uh, um, Shane Burgos. Yeah, and then didn't he beat Ige with the fight before that? Yeah. So he's on so if he wins this fight, he's on a three fight win streak. He gets a top five guy next, maybe like a Korean zombie or loser of Ortega, you know, Lokanovsky. Then, you know, he's only one fight away from a title. The the good guy in the sport, Edson Barbosa. Oh, Everybody no. he lost split to Ige. Then he beat lost Ar- Akbar uh, Amir Khani, and then he's got on these two fights. So he's had a good run at at uh 45, rather. But we're like, okay, win this fight, get another fight, and then you're in a title shot. Everybody across the sport basically loves this guy because he's always brings, you know, entertaining fighter. And, dude, like 30 seconds into this fight, I think I texted you. I was like, this is this is bad. Like, he's like, Edson Barbosa is fast, uh, but Giga was just like twice as fast. It was It was hard to watch. After the first, I was like, this is this is ugly. If he doesn't make a big defensive change in the second, he's going to get, like, brutally finished. He gets, like, saved by the yeah. bell at the end of the second. And then the third just – he goes a steamrolled him with kicks. And it was a great stoppage. People were like, oh, that was an early stoppage. 
first yeah. of all, the first knockdown, he's like, you, his eyes rolled back and he had chicken legs. He's he's falling back. He gets up. He recovers a little bit. Then he gets knocked down again. If if Giga landed like one more punch, like out for like ten minutes. Yeah, and it's just it's sad. I think, like I said to you, Edson will fight in this division. He could, you know, beat us anybody six through fifteen. I don't see him beating any top five guy. I think Calvin Cater runs through him. I think. I think any of those top five guys beat him. I think the title shot kind of lost its hope yeah. with that with that loss to, to Giga. And you could talk more about how good Giga is and his future. So you texted me, Giga's piecing him up. Oh no. I texted <laughs> I texted back. He's so fast. Then five minutes later, when Edza got knocked out, I said, My God, he is so good. <laughs> then you said I'm done with the I'm done with MMA. The god the good guys never win. That's true, bro. The good guys never win. There's Jan Blahovich, um, though. That's true. This year was the year of, like, the good guy in MMA, but historically, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to talk about Giga. Giga, man. Can you imagine the slugfest it would be if him and Holloway fought? You, you know, I know uh, Holloway's fighting a year, right, in October. I don't think Korean Zombie or Cater have a fight, so I think that's the fight for Giga. But like you just said, the the absolute carnage that Holloway Giga would be would be I would pay a pay per view if it was that fight alone. Like if there was no other fights and it was just Giga versus Holloway, and they like pay seventy, I'd be like, okay, take my money. You know what I mean? Or or this and or Giga and Zabit, I'd pay for that. Supposedly Zabit's like retiring, but uh, supposedly he has like some health problem that they're trying to get figured out before yeah. you come back. Or I'd pay for Giga Yair. <sighs> yeah, I'd like it. It'd be good. But I think Yair loses to Holloway. So I don't know. Like, are they going to give Yair Giga coming off a loss? That's that's a little tough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's take a look at the rankings. I think Cater and Zombie is the fight to make, personally. To make, yeah. Either one of them. I kind of like Cater more. I don't know how you feel. I think Cater Giga is the fight to make. Yeah. Because the thing about Cater that I worry for Cater obviously is he took so much damage in the last fight. Now he's fighting a great striker again. And like Cater so long and lengthy, like those kicks to the liver and the body that Giga throws, like that does not favor, you know, that doesn't suit Cater well, but also on the flip side, like Giga hasn't been hit as hard, you know, like Cater throws bombs. So if Cater yeah. like landed a shot against Giga, I, like have we really seen his chin be super tested yet? Not really in the UFC. Yeah. He just no. kind of knocked everybody out. Like mm-hmm. Edson didn't land any power punches like at all. Like significant. Like he landed some few jabs, a few one twos, but like there was never a moment where you thought like, oh, he hurt him. Yeah. Thing that was terrible too. Edson threw two calf kicks in the fight, landed both. And it was the only moment in the fight where Giga looked like maybe the calf kick hurt him a little bit, and then he never threw another one. So it's like that's just bad cornering, in my opinion. What do you think Giga's ceiling is? I think he could be champ. If he could stop a takedown and keep it on the feet, I think he could beat anybody in a striking battle. So if we want to test that, put him up against Arnold Allen. Yeah, that's it's not a bad fight. I just think Cater, I think Cater, Korean Zombie. I mean, 
Chikadze already uh, volunteered to be the backup for uh, Volk and Ortega. Yeah, I like that. I don't Can you think imagine Volk versus Chikadze? I could. That'd I think Volk would just take him down. I, it would, but I think Volk would just smother him, you know? Yeah. I, 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 look, screw it. Holloway versus Chikadze for an interim title. It. I like it, but Holloway has to beat Yair first, which I think we agree he will. Yeah. Gosh darn it, I got to edit now. But, dude, this featherweight division is so fun. It's great. It is. Um, 35, 45, 55 are so stacked. Those are the best divisions, in my opinion. Like, you know, like some of the other divisions are so top heavy, but 25, 35, uh, I mean, 35, 45, 55, 1 through 15, just killers. Yeah. Someone tried to tell me that Sterling is going to beat Piotr Jan. I'm like, no. Stop. Dude. It. Does that person realize that, like, what can Sterling do in six months to to beat him? Also, he had, like, a, a thing put in his neck. So, yeah, yeah like, a is he really going to want it in his neck? Yeah. So, is he really going to want to shoot for, like, 20 takedowns again with, like, a stiff neck, kind of? Not, not really. He's going to want to keep it fa- uh, standing most of the time. And if he keeps it standing, he's getting knocked out. Yeah, dude. All right, who, who does um Barboza fight next? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, has he fought Josh Emmett? No, no. I mean that. But he's going a, up in rankings. That yeah, it's true. But if Josh Emmett doesn't have a fight, you know what I mean. It yeah. could it could be, work well for him. Tuporia, that's what they gotta do. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. If but Taporia is a killer. Maybe. I was going to say maybe Bryce Mitchell, but then I was thinking it's like if Bryce Mitchell gets Edson on the ground, I, I don't like I don't like his chances. Even though Edson's like a black belt and stuff, it's like he hasn't used a lot of his jiu-jitsu in a while. Jiu-jitsu. In a fight. Jiu-jitsu. Rogan. Whole Rogan. But um, <laughs> any of those, 11, you know, any of those 11 through 15 for Edson, to be honest? Yeah. I just had this thought. You know, Tyron Woodley almost beating Jake Paul, which, you know, I kind of thought he did to an extent. If you think about it, that, that just shows how much more impressive McGregor's fight against Mayweather was. Yeah, he kind of, like, people forget he started this whole, like, MMA crossover to boxing, and he did pretty well. And Jake Paul said he thinks McGregor would be an easier fight. Dude, McGregor would kill him. Hopefully. It'd be a murder. Dude, it was, there were so many like, cringe moments on the broadcast from, from Showtime. Like, they were like, Dust, when they, <laughs> you know, Dustin Poirier was like in both locker rooms. They're like, Dustin Poirier, the current UFC lightweight champion. It's like casual. Filthy. Filthy casual. You don't know that Charles... Charlie, Charlie Alves is the champ. Come on. It, they need to know. They need to know, bro. It was just, it was just some funny moments. Um, Lee says he won't stop until he figures it out. Uh, I think the time has passed, buddy. Oh, we got contender series tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
I'm excited for that. Yeah. Back to the Kevin Lee thing for a second. It's like he's still he's still decently young. It's just like he's just got to change something drastically up because like it's almost infuriating, right? Like if you see somebody with such talent yeah. that just kind of like doesn't know what to do with it. Uh huh. It's it's infuriating. You want to talk about the state-sanctioned murder that you uh, sent me? Oh, absolutely. So. The Nevada State, I don't know where it's being held, but whatever state athletic commission is holding this is sanctioning a murder. Uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena has been rescheduled for December 11th. My friend BJ thinks Juliana Pena can win this fight because of wrestling. But then again, BJ, what are you talking about? Breck, what do you think about this fight? Dude, your friend's like, he's crazy. Uh, Like you said, this is a state-sanctioned murder. Amanda Nunes will knock her out within two rounds. It'll be violent. It will be horrific. (laughs) And it'll just add another notch to Amanda Nunes' goat argument. And then it'll just put more, you know, it'll put more, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, more flame to the fire. It's like we need to see Shevchenko Nunes 3. Especially because people think Shevchenko won the second fight. I think she did. I think she did too. So, I mean, you know, who is going to beat Amanda my, Nunes besides? My friend's her? point was well, you saw what Kat Zingano did to Amanda Nunes. I'm like, that was 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. She, you know, new to the sport. Completely different fighter. Yeah. Does, does uh, Nunes beat Kayla Harrison? I don't know. That's a tough one. I want to see that fight. I would love to see. I mean, Kayla Harrison has one fight left on her PFL deal. She'll she'll win, and then she's a free agent. Yeah, I would love for her to sign with Bellator for a one fight deal, fight Cyborg, then sign with the UFC to fight Nunes. So it's like it goes: win the PFL, fight Cyborg, win. Yeah, then fight Nunes. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it too. She's a killer, man. She's like the only person I can think of right now that could beat Nunes off the top. I mean, Shevchenko and Kayla Harrison are like the two where you're like, they could beat Nunes. Besides yeah. that, who else is really beating her? Exactly. Jerrine like Durandamy, Holly Holm? No. no. Who? You know what I mean? Nobody. Yeah. Um, all right, man. You got anything else to add? Um, was there any more fights that were announced recently? Um. Let me check Marcel Dorf. <clears throat> I like Marcel. He's good. What did you apologize for the other day? Oh, uh, something with like Patty yeah. Pimlet. He like yeah. reported him pulling out of the fight, which he didn't. Yeah. Um. Um. TJ Laramie's fighting soon. Yeah, I don't really see any big fights that he reported. There are a couple yesterday that he posted that caught my eye. Oh, Ben Rothwell and Marcos Rogerio de Lima will be fighting on November 13th. That's a decent fight. Oh, Sergey Spivak has uh, stepped in. Oh, replaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom well, Aspinall I mean, kills him. Tom Aspinall wins regardless. He's so good. He's so good. I think he could be champ one day. That's how good he is. Oh, oh we forgot to mention 
UFC 268, probably like the most stacked card ever. Oh, going oh we, on right we got to talk about it. Hold up. Let me pull it up. You got to pull it up. We have to talk. We'll talk about each fight that's, you know, it, like finally got finalized. Yeah. But they just added some bangers. Raging. raging Al uh, Ayakinta versus Bobby Green. Are you kidding me? What a fight. You know, right, maybe start from the maybe, bottom. I mean, maybe Al wins, sell some houses afterwards. You know, hey, Breck might Breck might need an apartment from this guy. That's right. I might go to Al. He might win. I might go to MSG, like like get near cage side and be like, Al, I need a place. Can you hook me up? Yeah, uh, Frankie Edgar versus Cheeto Vera. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, Frankie Edgar amazes me, man. How's he been that good for so long? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Jermaine Durandamy versus Irene Aldana. That's a decent fight. It's a good fight. I like Irene Aldana on that one. She's good. She's good. Um, Strickland versus Luke Rockhold. That'll be fun. I, li- I like that one. I hope Luke looks good. He's so talented. Yeah. He's so, glass he's so like, glass shit. He's so terrible at interviews and he just says the weirdest stuff, but he's such a good fighter. Um, Gaethje Chandler. Chandler's going to hold this car, card up, bro. Violence. No, he's uh, pretty sure it's all cleared. No, he's got to get but, vaccinated. Um, no, he doesn't. It's been cleared, I'm pretty sure. Stupid New York vaccine passport. That's not going to happen, by the way. It will never happen. I thought they started doing it. No, no, no. They just like they want to do it. People, people will never let that happen. But yeah. um, and even if they like enforced it, nobody would. No, I mean nobody would follow it. No. But uh, I don't know how you feel. Like the Rose Whaley rematch already. No. Little Sparza. Why wasn't it Sparza? She Sparza deserved it. She's just mauled like. Li Jingliang. Yang, which people thought like was could be like a contender, mauled her in like five minutes. It's, and then the, the history is so good because Esparza kind of beat up Rose in the tough finale. Yeah. So it's like that should have been the fight. And it's like, I don't know how you feel. What is Whaley doing different? Rose, Rose is a better striker. Uh, Whaley doesn't yeah, Trevor- have so much hair now. Okay, but like it's got Trevor Whitman in her corner, and unless like Whaley would have to just ground and pound and takedowns to win this fight, but on the feet, I Rose is gonna just win again, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then Usman Covington, Usman Covington, the main event of the evening. I can't wait for that fight, dude. I think, dude, people. I kind of like. I kind of think so too. I think when you like, it's so hard to win the amount of MMA fights that Usman's won in a row. Like people don't realize, like what is it, fifteen fights in a row? Like, at some point you got like look at Anderson Silva in his prime, makes one mis- You know, it was his own fault, but he makes a mistake, gets knocked out, never the same. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Usman. I just think like just the, the chances of him not seeing a shot or something are just people don't realize. I I get that Usman broke his jaw, you know the I broke your jaw type, you know, but um that fight was two two going into the fifth. Verdict MMA put out on their scorecards from that fight, yeah, like yesterday, 
they had it like 48.6 to 48.4 Usman going into the fifth. And then the fifth was obviously a 10 knot. Uh, and then it ended. But Covington almost had him knocked out in the second round with that liver kick. Yeah. Damn so it, Mark knows, Roger. Man. Yeah, but it's going to be great. I can't wait. I don't get why Covington's not in the top 15 pound for pound. He should be. I think it's a little crazy they still have Jones as the number one. To me, Usman should be number one just because the amount he's fought over the last like five years. Yeah. Also, I think Usman's at the moment in a tougher division than Jones was previously. This car's going to be awesome. I'm, dude, I'm looking for. When the tickets go on sale, I'm trying to go to this fight. But the week if before, I go to bro, the... ooh, another great card. With Blahovich and Teixeira, bro. Hmm. That's uh, free, too, for U.S. viewers. Yeah. Is it going to be on ABC? Yeah. Daytime, I think, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Saturday. Can't wait. Dude, that's, that's so the big. best. 3 o'clock Saturday. Is the best card. You can't change my mind. What other card is better? Start no. time for a card. None. Zero. Dude, you're so, done by like eight o'clock. You still go out. It's unbelievable. Yeah, talk with some buddies about the card over some over some brewskis. Oh, nothing better. All Dude, right, I, bro. I, I, yeah. Let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, any final thoughts? No, I'm just so excited for 268. Like. It, it's one of those cards where you like it's like the uh, GSP Bisping card was unbelievable. Like the prelims had like Khabib or something. You know what I'm talking about? Like it'll be one of those like remembered cards, top no, 10 card. Nothing this year will top 262. 262 is, I mean, 268 might, in my opinion. If all that's the fights the, are. That's the only one that has potential to. If, if the main event goes like the first fight, it'll be the best card of the year. I agree. All right, brawlers. Um, that'll do it for us here in uh, at Throwing Hands. Uh, we'll be back to preview fight night. Till versus Brunson versus Till. See y'all later.